This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Warner Brothers releases the first trailer for their space epic Dune. Geek Boner! The Oscars announce new inclusion requirements for Best Picture nominees, and Tenet's box office isn't exactly spreading confidence in Hollywood. Plus, our review of the live-action Mulan on Disney+, and a whole bunch more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, September 10th, 2020. This is Norm MacDonald, and you're listening to the, uh, uh, hang on, I got it here. Uh, it says, the Jock and Nerd Podcast, known for their series of gay erotica found on Amazon, huh? No? That's not that? Oh. <laughs> well, I fucked that up, I guess. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Chop it. Be nerdy. Be funny. Disturb it. Chop it. Be nerdy. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, hello listener, what's happening? And welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. And joining us is the official Jock and Nerd Podcast WAP. Oh, yeah. oh Jesus Christ. It stands for Wet Ass Puppet. His name is Rock Boy. What's up, you wet ass puppet? I thought you were going in a different direction with that. What else does WAP stand for? I don't uh, know. Without papers? Yeah, uh, there's that, isn't that, yeah, isn't that, isn't that also a sl- yeah, slur for a town? Oh, I, yeah, see, yeah. You, guys, you guys, I don't... I don't like my last name, Bambino. You have to make make fun of it, Imran. I, no, I'm talking about... I totally forgot that WAP was a slur for Italians because it's just so popularized now for the other acronym. I thought that was W-O-P. I thought it was spelled It different. is, but they both say that they're both, uh, they I think, both pronounced, pronounced the same, the same. Yes. I don't I, think it's called WAP on... For, for what uh, Cardi B created. Is that what that is? Is that where that came from? I just saw that somewhere and I'm like, oh, wet ass puppet. Somebody, I actually. You I don't st- know where that's from? I stole that joke from our listener, John Campbell. He posted that in the Facebook group. No, Anthony, where is that from? Yeah, it's a Cardi B and Megan the Stallion song called Wet Ass Pussy. Oh, see? I, oh, shit. Oh, I shit. think that uh, Felty should take it hey, back. What's that song about, Anthony? Yes. Can you give us the gist of the content? Yeah, is it? Um, is what's it, the some message? cats in the rain? I guess I don't know. Yeah. Cats don't really like rain, so that's why they're <laughs> saying about it. Puppets shouldn't also be in the rain either. It's dangerous for them. You will degrade, right, rugs? Well, if they're anything like gremlins, <laughs> yes, you don't want to get them wet. <laughs> Multiply. Uh yeah. Well, so I don't know what I'm talking about. I just wanted to say wet ass puppet. Thanks for the clarification. Now I actually have a question about this. Okay. Now, you could say wet ass pussy, yeah. Which, uh, which I guess you're talking about your pussy being wet. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what if you're talking about your wet ass pussy? <laughs> ass pussy? Yeah, your ass pussy. Well, it all- <laughs> is, that, is that the connection from the ass to the pussy? Yes. Oh, that little no, area it's like, there. No, it's like oh. if you're if you don't have a pussy, your ass is your pussy. So you have your ass. So pussy. it depends where you put oh. the hyphen. I like guess. If you're a bottom. 
That's what oh. you call it sometimes. Is, the, yes, pussy. is there a hyphen between the word ass and in pussy? In prison, that's what they call it. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they call it, but like uh, <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it said before. Good question. Write in, <laughs> and, listener. And Show I've watched gay porn, and they said it yeah. in the gay porn. <laughs> so it's not I, the gay people that are in the porn are saying it. So don't ask me why I'm watching gay porn. The homosexuals, yes. It's for research. Uh, listen, <laughs> all I know is I'm going to be a grammar Nazi, and it depends where you put the hyphen in those three words. That's how you figure it. Okay. Yes. So it's wet hyphen as. No, hyphen. no. The hyphen would come between As the second. Yes, the second two. Yes. Oh. And you ha- have either of you seen the music video to this? <laughs> no, I oh. haven't. You've seen one Cardi B video. You've seen them all. Yeah, is it the same? I mean, unless it's pretty trippy, but um, does she have a new ass in it, or is it the same ass I've seen it? Does she updated? Does she get? I think it's the same. Maybe it's new. I don't know which video you've seen prior. I don't know. She just they they a pretty famous dance to it too. Oh. That a lot of people recreate. It's called the wet ass puppet. All right, enough about Cardi B's ass. We got some stuff to talk about. Let's get to the geek news. The Jock and Ned podcast. The fact that you were so quick to move on from that shows you just get no wet ass pussy. No wet ass, pu- wet ass puppet. <laughs> wet ass. How does it go? Is there like a is there like a stanza? Or is like it a, catchy at all? Is there, is there like, like a chorus? Yeah, What's catchy. the chorus, Anthony? You sing very yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, wait, let me think. With uh, there's like an old song that they riff or they uh, sample there where the guys going there's this whole there's these hoes in this house there's oh. some hoes in this house and then they're just rapping over it oh okay. like, oh. you're saying like some something something about wet ass pussy but something something about wet ass pussy and then they're just so it's it's one of those wholesome songs that's out there these days oh it's yeah, yeah. it's quite wholesome for sure yeah I think I saw Sesame Street it's uh, like the women's uh, empowerment they can just rap oh, yeah. about that and it's fine. Like when are we, gonna have, we haven't had a dick song in a while. Yes, well, Dick in the Box, but that was like a joke no, song. Well, Mickey Avalon's My Dick is probably the oh. shining example. I don't, you know that one, one, Anthony? My Dick. Yeah, they say a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. detachable, dick. detachable <laughs> yeah, penis. That's the best one. <laughs> like King Missile. It's the only dick song that I could think. Of. I agree. Well, there's not a lot of dick songs. There needs to be more dick songs. Get on that, Cardi B. Yeah. Yes. She's getting on the dick. She's. <laughs> And then make we need song. Cardi D. Uh, Cardi D. We need a Cardi D. The Cardi uh, C. Yes. All the alphabet Cardis. Just bring them all out. This is not a show about comic books or movies. Is that what no, we're we doing? Just comment what, are we, what are we? Pop culture. What? Yes. Oh, like a wet ass puppet. Let's see. All right. Well, look. Some stuff you happened. You brought it up. I, yeah, you did. I just want. This yeah. is your fault. This is all my this fault. Is all it's, look, it's your like, fault because you don't know what you're what? talking about, but you yes. bring things up like you do. This is going great. Absolutely correct. <laughs> okay. At least it was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, look. Good start to the show. I learned, and I'm sure some other people learned also. Now you can be included in these pop culture conversations that you have during your Zoom meetings, people, because it's 2020. Well, look, what happened this week? There's stuff that happened that we could talk about. There's a trailer for a new exciting science fiction movie, a movie that's apparently coming out later this year. Unreal. Or so they say, of course, I'm talking about Denny Villeneuve's Dune, highly anticipated, put out its first three minute long ass trailer. Movie expected to come out December 18th, 2020. Rugs is the big, you're our big Dune guy. You've talked about Dune a lot and how everything has stolen from Dune. It's influenced everything. Right. Let's get your initial thoughts about this fucking trailer, Rugs. Well, you wet ass puppet. I think overall there was a sense of grandeur and a sense of like epicness to the trailer. Um, 
once again, it's got that John Carter th- syndrome where like yeah. since it inspired so many things, everything's gotten its due before this thing. But this would have been inspired by John he, Carter also. It's in that line. Yeah, yeah. of course. John yeah. Carter is the first. We all yes. know. Yes. So, um, but yeah, it's just so basically we've seen this stuff in Star Wars. We've seen this stuff in other things, you know, Tatooine, blah, blah, blah. So it seems familiar. Like even in John Carter, it's a desert planet. So um, these things don't seem as fresh as they should. It's because we've seen them so many times. So originality and all that stuff, it's hard to do with Dune because it's got so many people ripping it off all the time that it kind of takes away from it. So it's got a, it's got like a, a major uphill battle to get, get people interested. Uh, and I feel like some people who know Dune and know what it is and you know, have a big appreciation for it probably were hyped. And I think other people were underwhelmed. Uh, so what about you? As a Dune fan, would you give this floppy job or geek boner? I wish there was more. Okay. I wish it was a little bit more. Um, and this is coming from me. I wish it was more diverse of a cast. Okay. Um, that's number one. Number two, I, th- I, but that doesn't really bother me, bother me. I just was like, it would be nice. Um, another thing is I wish there were more diversity of color because I feel like it's kind of drab. Like everything's either white or gray or yeah, black or desert colored. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm out. like, you need, we need color now. We yeah. need to fucking bump this up. We need to like, cause there's already like the David Lynch version. That's kind of drab. You need to like, let's put it on another level. Let's like add some detail and like richness to it. And it, it feels like, uh, it doesn't feel like that that's there, but that's just a cosmetic thing. Um, and then the last thing I didn't like was the Pink Floyd song. See, um, I, I kind of like the Pink yeah, Floyd song. Yeah, I figured song. you would. I but love like, that pick. But um, I felt like I would love to have hear, like, just heard the score. Well, this Hans Zimmer score, he used it, combined it with the Pink Floyd song. Yeah, like it's he in between it. here yeah. and there. Yeah. But I think overall, it does hit all the right notes okay. uh, in a lot of ways. So I'm, I'm, I'm faithful that this movie is going to be good but the thing is it's only going to be the first half of dune yes this will be two movies it's the first half of the first book which was written originally in 1965 by frank herbert anthony i don't know shit about dune how about you yeah i don't know dune from prunes or whatever from, the fuck this from is. Clune? well i've explained to you what yes. dune is right i know mostly from you telling us it's all think, about space coke i mean yeah, i think you've, you've probably yes. mentioned it that's the point when I've tuned out in the show. Sort of texting, so, so without, without remembering any of that, Anthony, what'd you think of this trailer? I was really impressed. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think this is, this is a, another movie, not another, there's not very many so far that I think is a shoe in to do something at the Oscars next year. I also think it's just, it looks, and I mean, like an epic, crazy movie. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I don't know anything about Dune, so the whole premise, even watching the trailer, I was still a bit confused on what was going on. But just the visuals, the amount of grandeur, how epic it looks, the fact that it's, even though based on a book, to me, new sci-fi. Um, you also have the fact that there's all these crazy actors in this. Well, we I mean, will go over the cast. It's Yeah, stacked. Well, I'll let you go over. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is stacked. Fun fact, they have Batista and... Jason Momoa, yeah. who are both set to play Drax, so yep, that'll be yep. interesting if they ever fight each other. Yeah. Um, and then you throw in the fact that 
I haven't seen a ton of this guy's movies, but yeah. um, director Dennis Villeneuve, 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 or whatever the fuck you say his name is, I've seen one of his movies, which, which was Arrival, oh, Arrival and I thought yeah. it was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, and apparently this is a passion project for this guy, yeah. so yeah. I'm I'm really in on it. The only thing I would say that I didn't, or I'm a little hesitant on is, you had mentioned this is the first of a two-part movie, yeah. and when you're adapting a book into two parts, sometimes that can be a little little iffy you can get a little especially a book that's not meant to be adapted that way yeah it's just too long of a book to make it one movie dense yeah i really enjoyed this trailer i was very impressed this fucking like you said it looks sick it looks epic and i just kept thinking about rug saying how everything is stolen from this and you clearly you see star wars star trek mad max a little game of thrones um you know there's a monster movie element there's an awesome sci-fi element but the, it looks like it's shot beautifully. It is very dark and drab and washed out. But I guess that's the look he's going for. Uh, this movie has been made uh, a couple of times. Uh, in 1984, David Lynch does a infamous version that was both a critical and commercial fla- failure. Floppy John. Failure. That's a tough movie to watch. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently it's really bad. And then in 2000, the Sci-Fi Channel did a mini series, which I've, is actually very good. I heard, yes, it's uh, it got better reviews. It's low budget. I mean, the 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 budget is is terrible. You could see, yeah, this look. There's so much money on the screen, and rugs. That's kind of why it looks epic. It's kind of why I like the Pink Floyd pick because their music has always seemed kind of fantastical. Why do you think they used this epic. song? Give me your interpretation. Eclipse. Where he's like, all that you see, everything you do, uh, everything under the sun. What does she say? And then there's the woman singing. It's just like this ethereal space-like epic rock jam, you know? And Floyd's music's always felt that way for me. Kind of like you do. It's just out of reach. I don't know. I thought I felt that it didn't work for me. I thought I was like, oh, they're using this song? Ugh. Really? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. I like the song. So yeah, I, I like Pink Floyd, but I just don't think it I just worked Floyd. there. I like when people use Floyd. Okay, so directed by Danny Van Loop. Here's the cast. Zendaya is in this. Rebecca. Why do you start with her? That's not the lead. Uh, oh, this is just the cast in the IMDb. Okay, Timothy Chalamet, fine. I guess, is the lead. That's the kid you see. Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, who I love. Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin. Dave Batista, Oscar Isaac, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem, David Desmalshian, uh, and other people. Sharon Duncan Brewster. What a crazy cast. Right. I mean, it is, that is an epic, epic I cast. mean, if you love Game of Thrones. Yes. It's going, these actors are going to be doing Game of Thrones type shit. The suits look cool that they're wearing. Because it's the same fucking shit. So. There's fucking stormtroopers. There's just a bunch of stormtroopers. The only thing is I think. In my judgment of this movie and having seen Arrival, yeah, um, I think if people are expecting like a, a lot of action, I have no idea what I'm talking about, by the way, so I can be completely wrong. But if people are expecting this huge sci-fi action flick, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of talky-talky scenes. No, there's not going to be a lot of action. It's going to be a okay. That's not what Dune's about, really. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But that's, that's the vibe I got, is there's, there's going to be a lot of character stuff Just in this. think about it as Game of Thrones in space. So okay. Villeneuve, that's what it is. Villeneuve also has done Blade Runner twenty forty nine, uh, and then before Ro- Sicario. Ro- Sicario, and Enemy is a movie I watched. And what you were just talking about, Anthony, he is a very slow burn paced oh, yeah. filmmaker. So Enemy, I mean, if you if, if you watch Arrival, you, you yes. think that's a sci fi action flick, and no. it's not. And even, Enemy's even slower. It has stars Jake Gyllenhaal, and he like he. It's so weird. He's like a writer, and he notices this this actor 
uh, that looks just like him. That's his doppelganger, and he goes to find him. And I don't even know what the movie's about when it ended. It was very strange. <laughs> it's a very weird movie, but it's very it was atmospheric. Just like all of his stuff is very atmospheric and mood heavy, and you know, bathed in light and washed out. And so, I think this looks sick now. Is it going to release December 18th? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. With this whole thing, you never know. This is a lot of money on the screen here. Did you hear the uh, the Twitter uh, like the controversy that Lexi Alexander, who directed uh, Punisher, Punisher Warzone, Warzone, yeah, tried to the, she she was like, well, look, she was trying to make the 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 thing that uh, Dune is based off of Middle Eastern culture, right? And there should be. Middle Eastern cast. Oh my God! This is—it's a fucking movie in space, right? <laughs> so then, so I—I I did the perfect tweet, yeah. and I said I completely agree. It would be nice if you would have cast Italians uh, to play the Punisher in, in the Italian oh, mob, but you snap. didn't. Oh, you used Englishmen. What did she? What did, did she respond? Nothing, did because there's nothing you could say to that because she fucking didn't do it. Isn't either. it true? That's great. If you notice, Rugs, isn't it true that she mentions the Crusades, but isn't it called Jihad in the book? Yeah, they uh, it, they use a lot of of Middle Eastern Arabic Arab language stuff. Yeah. because I think uh, uh, not to get into Dune too much, but I think that uh, you know the Muslim religion or whatever um, is prominent and is part of people's lives. You don't have to be Arabic to be Muslim, right? Right. right. You could yep. just be the religion that takes over yep. the earth yep. or, and all of the people that spread out into space and just becomes part of the language. It has nothing to do with who you know. You could have Christians of every creed, right? Yeah. So, th- so that 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 she was trying to make that connection. Yeah. That it since it uses the culture that that they should be represented, which I agree with in yeah. a way. Yeah. But not as she's being really draconian about it, and it's it's pretty dumb. Did you uh, speaking of diversity? Yes. I know it's not in the notes, or maybe it is. I'm look, taking a look right now. Let's just get to that point because it's already relevant yes but the oscars yes. announced a bunch of diversity bring it, initiatives. yes all right anthony bring it up what do you what do you know about this so in 2024 they've set up a bunch of initiatives for diversity and if you do not meet these initiatives you won't be nominated for best picture yes you can't be you can be nominated for everything else yeah. you just can't be nominated for best picture yes and there was a lot of uproar around this because you know you're influencing how they people cast these things but if you look at the actual stipulations, it's not as strict as you would think. No, it's generally there's. A, I have a link in the, sh- the show notes from. Oh, Ryan. You want me to read it? Yeah, well, read basically because it's kind of repeat repeats, but there's a theme of what they want these movies. Yeah, to Yeah, so you include. have to meet a couple standards, yes. right? I think it's four different standards. Yep. Um, standard A, we'll go real quick. At least one actor. You only need to meet one of these three things. Yes. At least one actor has fr- one actor from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group must be cast in a significant role, or the story must center on women, LGBTQ people, racial or ethnic group, or the disabled, or at least thirty percent of the cast must be actors from at least two of these four underrepresented categories. Most most movies can hit that third one. Uh, these standards are interesting because they are broken down to on-screen representation, themes and narratives, you know, as far as the storyline, subject matter, ensemble cast. But then they also go behind the project for creative le- leadership and project team. You can also, they're, you know, encouraging, including under uh, underused people, underused groups like women, racial or ethnic groups, LBGTQ and creative leadership department heads. So there's there's a whole bunch of create that's standard B, and then there's a 
third standard industry access and opportunities that they you know want to offer paid apprenticeship and internship opportunities to all people. But you, they don't have to do all of these, right? No, they don't have to do all. You of just got to have one of these, I, right? You know, on the one hand, this is a good start. On the other hand, why weren't they doing this already without having to like make it a thing? Like, you know, official. I don't know. I just think if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't think this is going to make the movies any better that they get nominated for the Oscars. There's going to be more similar. So let's see what happens. I, th- I think um, there was, as I mentioned, there's a lot of uproar. But yeah. if you look at some of these standards, yeah. for instance, crew composition, yeah. right? Yep. At least 30% of the film's crew is from one of the following underrepresented groups, women, racial, ethnic group, LGBTQ, people with cognitive or physical disabilities. Someone did the research and they looked up that the population of the United States alone is 75% of these people. Oh, wow. Women, racial, uh, LGBT. So you're asking studios to use 75% of people to fill 30%. It's actually not that hard. Or like other key roles is one of them where at least six crewmen or... Other team roles are, in, uh, excuse me, and technical positions, including production assistants, are from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. So, like makeup artist or there's uh, a designer or something like that. Usually, those are already women. So, like yeah. they're already yeah. meeting those yeah. things. So, it's actually not as strenuous as they as people think. And the reason why they're doing it, I guess, is a lot of Hollywood is just white and male and straight. So they're trying to. And I mean, this do things, yeah. but it's. They're doing something, it's but it's really not as I think as it's, strenuous. I think it's as like a think. straw man. I think they're already. I I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't think that Hollywood is. I think when you get to the studio uh, upper level, you, it's more white male. Well, but, but the, I think as you get down into the crews and everything like that, it's it's pretty widespread out. Like assistants, all, all these people, they're all of all different kinds of right things. So. Um, so that, that, that's the point I was saying is yeah. in that like they already had these. It's kind of like a they're doing it to kind of sh- not save face, but kind of sh- have good PR. But it, this has already been done. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just it's just so weird <laughs> that it, uh, like who's going to oversee all this? And yeah. it, what if you have a great movie and it doesn't get considered because you may, maybe let's say you 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 missed something or whatever or something right. just doesn't quite measure up uh, like. I don't know. That's weird. Well, so what I like about this is you just mentioned like the upper level executives are mostly white and male. This thing covers has standards across the board from the talent to uh, production to in-house senior executives. Also, there's a criteria that and I think that's great. It opens up doors for a lot of people. who It's going to be tough for them to monitor. How do you enforce you this? Even, I don't know. Because you well, you I mean, you could just say, you know, hey, your whole cast is white and you're. Your crew is white and the the execs are white, and then they could just come back and lie and go, yeah, they're all bisexual. <laughs> oh, and how are you oh, going to question ding, that? Ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> I guess you got the right? box like, checked. Yeah. So, that's I mean, it's just going to be hard to monitor. It's a slippery slope. This isn't until 2024 because they basically don't want anyone to not have a lo- enough leeway to pull off things like this. Until then, Oscar is still so white. Oh, shit. Maybe. Oh, so if right. I watch gay porn, yes. that means that I could uh, be I'm good. Yes. I can be on a movie set well, and not have to worry about it. If you watch gay porn, you're always good. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Uh no, that was a great way place to bring that up Anthony and I believe this discussion will come up again in the movie we are reviewing this week. Uh let's move on. Listener, let us know what you think about all this craziness. Join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. 
You can chop it up with our listeners, with ourselves. Uh, you can also just email us, show at jockandnerd.com if you don't have the Facebook. Welcome to the group this week, Christopher Sykes. Jock and Nerd. Oh, Sykes. Sykes. Remember that old, do people still, Wa- do kids Wanda still, Sykes. Wanda Sykes is great. Do people still say psych and pull that, like the old when you were kids? Is that like old? And then pull their hand back yeah. when they're going to shake your hand. Yes. Psych. Psych. There's, and then put it through their hair. There's the TV show Psych. What do you do? Do you put it through the top of your head and just sc- scratch you your comb, bald head? Yeah. You, I scratch my balls, actually. I go psych oh. and then I scratch psych, my and balls. And you just go right into your yeah. pants? Yeah. There's my jewels. Jacking off right in front of me. This is a really good episode. Yeah, this is a great episode so far. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Why does this keep happening, this episode? Um, anyways, where's my Lou? It's been a crazy day. It's been a rough. It's 2020. This is, we need to let loose a little bit. (laughs) LA's on fire. Yes, the whole West Coast (laughs) of the United States. Oh, shit. Listen, we have a lot of listeners all the way from Oregon, Washington, California. I know this. Please, I hope you guys are safe. I've seen, thanks for posting the photos, Jose Ibarra and Jose. Christopher Sotelo of like red skies out west. It's fucking wild. I've never seen anything like that. But everyone, stay safe. That's all. Yeah. It will get better. Uh, let's check we'll, we'll in. Get, I don't know. Will it get better? Well, I don't know. It's, 20, it's 2020. Never mind. Who knows anymore? <laughs> let's just move on to move box office news, move, movie news. We have some box office numbers. Tenet has been out for like two weeks now. They have. Opening weekend numbers, but this now brings up a lot of questions for how things should proceed. This is a big experiment. Everybody's watching. The industry watchers are, well, they're watching this oh, shit. closely. So according to Box Office Mojo, it tenant, it says tenant opening weekend made $20 million. That's not good. In America? It, dom- yes. Domestic. That's not good at all. Uh, all, all, uh, worldwide, it's sitting at 152 million. But hold on, I found this article that uh, says it may have not made 20 million dollars. So comicbookmovie.com. Uh, there's it, it, IndieWire. This uh, company has done the math. It turns out the number announced by Warner Brothers also included the Thursday opening, three days of early preview screenings, an additional nine days in Canada, and Labor Day, both there and in the U.S. Oh, shit. Okay? Multiple sources telling the site that Tenant grows $2.6 million in Canada, around $2.5 million on Labor Day, a good $5 million from those sneak peeks. That takes opening weekend down to they actually only made $10 million. Uh- Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's because we know why that is. I don't. I, I think if this is a, comes out at a normal time, it, it kills it. Yes, this office. is. I mean, this is a two hundred million dollar movie. This movie easily would have made eighty to a hundred million dollars. Any of you see it? I have not. No. I'm waiting. Negative. Waiting the results. I guess I'll just reveal it. Waiting the results of my COVID test before I go see this movie. Oh, you had a COVID test. I'm going to have a COVID test, not because I have COVID, but because I went and traveled, and I'm trying to be responsible. Oh. You motherfucker. Bro, do you even podcast? Oh, yeah, you, were in, you, were, you were somewhere. Oh, yeah, I was. He was in a place. I was in a place. Far now away. Got, now you gotta get Kind of like Dune. Same, yes, similar, like similar Dune location. Fucking sniffing some spice. Yeah. but uh, um, It's a lot like Dune. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, here's the deal. Uh, some industry people saying, Tenant opening weekend was meh to fine. Now what happens? The business... Uh, film industry remains divided over the question of whether or not tenants ticket sales justify releasing more big budgeted films before the coronavirus ends or a vaccine becomes available. But we all knew this. Yeah. We all knew that you can't open a film during Corona. You just don't do it. Like, especially when 
the theaters weren't even you know, uh, the restaurants rooms. weren't open. Nothing like nothing was really like got the green light to open up, and there was shit happening all over the fucking country where people were getting infected. So, so this is kind of shitty for theater owners though, because I feel like they were thinking tenants gonna come out. This is the movie, like Nolan said, it's gonna get everybody back in. Then everyone will start releasing uh, their movies. Now, if it turns out. Uh, the next article is that there's a, a rumor that Wonder Woman 1984 and Black Widow could face further delays because they do not like what they saw with Tenet. So let's say like a million people went to the movies. That's a lot more than I thought would. Yeah. It's a lot more than I thought would go to the movies. A million people went to actual but movies. I would say, as Rugboy already said, though, we kind of knew this would happen. Yeah. Like people, it's a pandemic. Yeah. Not only that, but, you know, people are a little weary and. The movie theaters were like 25% capacity, right? Yes, reduced so capacity. Like, you, they, they need to be popping for like yeah. for the, these things to make money. So I just didn't... I'm glad like... And it, part of me is glad that like there's... The movie theater business had an opportunity to maybe do something and Nolan and stuck his neck out there. But at the end of the day, I don't think this movie's going to make any money. So I don't understand... I just don't understand the strategy. I, it, it looked like a bad idea from the start. Yeah. yeah. And, so that, that 10 and million. Now, like, did, did Nolan and Warner, is it Warner Brothers? Warner, it is Warner did Brothers. Did they just want to, like, the only thing I can think of is I'm going, well, out of the good of our hearts, we'll lose $100 million. Yeah, shit. But I, I don't feel like that's the case. But yeah. I feel like they're smarter than that, yet you had to have known that this was not going to do Why was good this a because mistake? it's just in the middle of a pandemic. So that $10 million also is without two of the major movie markets open that is los angeles and new york still closed and those, uh, when are those gonna open i don't know nobody and, knows and by the time those things open more than one person first off all of my movie friends are like no i'm not i've only i only had one movie friend that said they would go see tenant oh, everyone theater. is there out. everybody's out and another thing is that the buzz isn't great either no, it's not it wasn't no. nobody's going you have to fucking see this so, like no. people were coming out of the movie going that was all right. I don't. I don't get it. It's seventy five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Thing too, yeah. Sorry. Is yeah. Um, by the time this does come out, in, let's say New York or L A, I know plenty, plenty of people that have figured out ways to watch this movie other ways That's rather than paying for it at movie theater. So here's a couple of things that are hurting this movie. And there was another article on by uh, on Forbes by Scott Mendelson, who I like. He's his take is Tenet may end up doing more harm than good to movie theaters. So it is 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.02 out of 10 uh, on the average meter. So you want a layman's review? Uh, okay. So I went where I, when I was in Vegas, Yeah, <laughs> I was about to walk into a pool and the, uh, the promoter comes up to us and goes, have you guys seen tenant? Yeah. We go, no, no, we haven't seen. He's like, don't watch it. It's so fucking confusing. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah, going on. Set. He's like halfway through the movie. I didn't know what the hell I was even watching. So that's my second point is (laughs) they've released a movie that you have to watch multiple times. That is so convoluted and confusing, requires multiple views. You've already asked your your audience to risk going one time. They're not fucking going back to figure out what this movie is. All I know is that it's a feast of practical effects. And that is the biggest kind of like draw to wanting to go see it. And the intrigue of trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, it's too frustrating for most people. <laughs> also, I heard that just like uh, Dark Knight Rises and Bane's uh, audio, I heard that the, largely the audio is really hard to hear. Oh, like, shit. it's hard to discern 
It's so challenging whether he he buried it on purpose. I don't know why. Or he needs his ears checked and he thinks that's fine. A lot of people reporting they couldn't fucking hear shit. Oh, that would annoy the fuck right, out so of me. So now, super confusing movie. You can't hear what they're saying. Uh, I don't know if this this experiment was a good idea. So here's the fallout, right? We said this movie came out. The studios are watching. Wonder Woman 84. They, they're thinking about delaying it now. Pushing back Black Widow. Sony just announced today they won't be releasing any major movies in theaters until the coronavirus is gone or the pandemic uh, it's over or there's a vaccine. Oh, shit. That means you're Morbius, you're Venom, let there be carnage. Any big Sony movie, they're like, we won't make the mistake of putting a very expensive $200 million movie out of the market unless we're sure that theaters are open and operating at significant capacity. So it seems like a lot of people think this tenant uh, was a kind of a big fuck. It just seemed to me like Nolan or whoever at Warner Brothers was just super pig-headed about this. That's a big fuck up right there. It's hubris. Yes, it's it, it seems yeah. pig headed and arrogant and just like to be the first. I mean, Nolan one is there. one of those guys in terms of fandom that can draw a crowd, but it yeah. just was almost impossible to do this. I don't think there was any, and I don't think there was any movie that would have come out where people would have just come out in droves and packed theaters. And even <laughs> if they did pack the theaters again, I mentioned. The theaters were at lower capacity, so yeah, yeah. not even Rug Boy, the motion picture, Rug no Boy. not even Avengers Five. If it suddenly showed up, Rug Boy, the motion picture, Rug Boy, probably that picture actually where Imran shows his penis. What's that? <laughs> Private Parts? That's the Howard Stern movie. No, no, that that student film. <laughs> oh, the student oh. film about uh, yeah Owen's last day or whatever it was called. Whatever the hell that Owen's was. Owen's big move. I don't know. Yeah, Owen's big move. Uh, everyone come out to day. watch that. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, look, uh, whether. I'm curious about this movie. I kind of want to see it. I still want to see it. I still want to see it, but uh, we'll see. With a penis or, or a tenant? The thing is, tenant, tenant, <laughs> yes. is, tenant is fucked over movie theaters. If this thing doesn't have legs and make money and it causes other theaters to not put out movies, now these movie theaters are in trouble. They reopened for no reason. Oh, well. They got nothing. I would say, yes, that's a way to look at it. They did fuck up movie theaters, but theaters ain't didn't have shit going on either so they they it they needed something too. they, yes. they could still show the old something. movies yeah. they could still show those old ones yeah i guess they could show the old ones Is and yeah they were doing that anyway like 16 yes. cents well look if you're going out to the movie theaters listener you need a mask i know where you can get an awesome one it's at our t public merch shop jockinerd.com slash shop buy a jockinerd mask and while you're there get yourself a t-shirt and then maybe a mug and a Tumblr. And there's a whole bunch of cool stuff there. Jockinerd.com slash shop. Jockinerd. We already talked about the Oscars. I just got two final quick TV updates uh, here. The Walking Dead, guys. Remember that show? Yeah. You still remember I the can't show? believe you still watch that damn I'm show. I'm still watching it. Season 10. Uh, season 9 didn't finish. And they still have to finish it. I forget what season. But it was essentially... This point, the show that was never going to end. Well, oh, they've confirmed uh, it's ending after season eleven. It's actually eleven, 11 seasons. fucking seasons of The Walking Dead. Oh yes. shit! Isn't that crazy? Was well, has it been on eleven years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, easily. I guess right. No. When was the first season of Walking Dead? I know. It was. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what are you asking me for? I'm uh, just going to say 2010. Oh, yes, really? It started in Jesus. 2010. They also revealed that they are working on a spinoff that is going to focus on Daryl 
and Carol, and it should be called Daryl and Carol. Oh, shit. That would be hilarious. Daryl and Carol fight the dead. Uh, And then there's another, they're going to do an anthology-themed spinoff where they will be able to bring back, like, dead characters and just tell a one-off story. So the final season will run for 24 episodes. No premiere date has been announced. First 12 episodes will air next year. And then the final 12 concluding in 2022. And they're finally airing their their last episode of last season because they couldn't finish it. Uh, yeah. So Walking Dead still alive, but now dead after 11 seasons. <laughs> and uh, The Mandalorian on Disney Plus, the, uh, their, their date has come out. It will be out October 30th. Geek Boner. On Disney Plus, John Favreau is going to direct the premiere. It will be eight episodes. Uh, Rick Famui Yima also come back to direct. Uh, uh, Carl Weathers is going to direct an episode. And Robert Rodriguez will be directing an episode this season. Uh, and, and Favreau says that the episode lengths will be a little more even this year. Unlike last season where it was like, this one's 28 minutes. This one's 46 minutes. Okay. Sure. sure. They all should be an hour long. I mean, I or at least I, 40, 40 minutes. 40 to 50 minutes. Just keep it fucking keep it kind of the same length. You doesn't have to be exactly. It's just it was a little weird when they were just like really short episodes. It's like, what did I just watch? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm excited for the Mandalorian. Disney Plus uh needs new shit. No, people forget. I'm starting to care again. I'm starting to care. They were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. There's the baby and the Mandalorian. And well, uh, uh, Carano's getting a lot of heat for his post that she made. Right? Gina Carano, what? Yeah, what? What happened? What, what happened? She just posted like, open up the stores and stuff. This is oh. ridiculous. And then everybody just started jumping down yeah, and calling her that. a Nazi. Don't. Don't. So, God damn you! Don't post it. Fuck that show. So my, my guess. <laughs> My guess is that like she's no longer on the show, otherwise she wouldn't be saying shit. No, I think she's on the show second season. I don't know. But maybe she died. Maybe she does. Or maybe there's no there's no third season. I don't know. She's like why would you put that out there if you know that Disney's like got a puckered asshole like like that is really sensitive? As long as Giancarlo like Esposito doesn't post shit, because we need him, because he's he's in everything. He's in everything. He's in he <laughs> is, and he's a big part of Mandalorian. What else? He's in the boys. Uh, this motherfucker's everywhere. Breaking Bad. He's in Better Call Better Saul. Better Call Saul. Giancarlo Esposito is in. He come, he's in Spike Lee movies. He's fucking fantastic. Right. Uh, you guys, it's that time of the episode again. My balls was hot. We got we got to shout out our fantastic, awesome sponsor, the good folks over at Manscaped, are providing support for the Jock and Nerd podcast. Jock and Nerd, and they have sent really fun new copy for us to share with you. So I'm just gonna read the copy this time because it's hilarious. Before I do, I want to note I was listening to Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard and Fat Man Beyond. They are also doing um, Manscaped ads. Oh shit! Yeah, they they hey, don't use their code. Well, Fuck whatever that show. you do. Fuck that show. They're kind of funny, but they've already made they've made jokes that we already made like several times, like weeks ago. But yes, in the in the in their read. So. I mean, it's a ball shaver. It's only going to go so many places. Yay. You only got like three jokes. You only got like three jokes going. But check out this great copy. I love the people at Manscaped. They're really awesome. Great product. Fellas, 
2020 has made it hard for us to stay as hygienic as we should. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped have made it easy to turn your bathroom into your own private dong salon. Oh, shit. Rugs. Yeah. You had a dong salon, a private dong salon in your uh, home vestibule. Uh, what's one thing that will go in there? So the first thing that you do when you open the house, the door to yes. the house, you, you walk into the vestibule, and those are where my balls. That's are. where your balls are. It's your own. Yeah, private- there's like a giant. You know that uh, <laughs> oh, that shit. big statue yes. in uh, Clockwork Orange where they when they were yes. hitting that woman yes. with it. That's what would be that there. That would be in your dong. But song. Except, except yeah. it would, except it would have like chia seeds on it, <laughs> and it would grow like chia, like a chia pet, the ball hair. <laughs> And then you could like trim it like a bonsai tree. I love that. My dong salon would have a, a replica of the statue of David by Michelangelo, except his balls would be really big. And also you could put seeds in there and it would grow. So, yeah. what, uh, Anthony, what, you stole my idea. Anthony, what would your private dong salon look like? My private dong salon? Yeah. It would only encompass me because I'm not a homosexual. No, well, no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong there's with that. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's you said it's, it's just for you. It's just no, it's your private. I said it's your own private dong salon. You walk in. Oh, what's in there? <coughs> I missed the private yeah. part. I thought it was a public no, no, it's dong not, that's salon. That's in Europe. They, we don't do that in this country. I mean, you know, it's all good if you want a public. Dong I would salon. go. I go to a po- public dong salon. Shave my balls, yes. please. But with Manscaped, you don't need to go to a public. No, dog you have salon. your own private dog salon. Yeah. They are on a mission to change the grooming game with their below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products, and they just released their shit in the UK, Canada, and Australia. Oh shit! You hear that? All our UK, Canada, yeah. and Australia listeners: Steve Morrison, West Cranford, uh, David Malofsky. You can all use our code Jock and Nerd and get twenty percent off of free shipping at Manscaped. Dot com. Uh, the lawnmower 3.0, we have it. Anthony and myself, we use it, not together, separately, but we both have it. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's got a light. It's Maybe we've used we it We might have used know. it together. Uh, it's not waterproof, so you could use this in the shower. Anthony, they have new stuff. They have something called Shears 2.0. It's a nail kit. Mm. That, that is a perfect add-on. And uh, I don't grow any fingernails on my dick no it's for your hands and your feet <laughs> oh i do need to trim yes. those yeah and they're uh the uh they're you know their crop preserver and ball reviver they're all vegan cruelty free dye free sulfate free paraben free so you know your disco stick is in good hands oh i shit. love that i love that line this copy is great manscape <laughs> <laughs> you're probably sitting on the couch with your hand on your balls anyway might as well keep them smelling fresh with their ball deodorant anyways they got a foot duster. They have foot deodorant. Well, yeah. cool. they got everything. They have everything. If you love your package, listener, just go to their site, click a few buttons, put in the code Jock and Nerd. You will get 20% off and free shipping only at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Jock and Nerd. I can't wait to see the copy when they, you know, how like eventually like every thing that's directed at men has to be directed at women like He-Man and they had She-Ra. Yes. Oh, yes. So then they're going to be, there's going to be like a womanscaped and then there's going to be talking about smelly there's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I want, I want to read that copy. That copy will hey, be dude, Does your muff stink? <laughs> yeah. Does your, does your wet bush smell like fucking uh, dirty salmon? <laughs> the vagina is, 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 it's from womanscaped. Is, is there... 
Is it damp and moist? I in think there? we have a good idea for a sister company for Manscaped. I'll send them an email yeah. with our notes. Does your box smell like a unopened <laughs> bag of oysters? <laughs> and with that, we're just going to take a little <laughs> break here. Listen there, play some promos, and come back and uh, review Mulan and other stuff right after this. Wet ass pussy. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. That is by far my favorite because it's also character driven and the stakes are high and there's much more of a mystery and intrigue to it. A game like Wolfenstein, which people are saying are one of the most socially important video games of the past 10 years. Catch our shows on radio worldwide seven days a week or at any time on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or on over 30 more podcast outlets. Hi, everybody. I'm RJ Metzger. And I'm Rachel Metzger. And we're the Skeptical Skeptics. Each week, we talk about all the crazy things in the world, ranging from the paranormal to Bigfoot to UFOs. And we look at it from the perspective of the believer, the skeptic, and everything in between. So come check us out on the MSC Podcast Network. Or go to SkepticalSkeptics.com and follow us at SkepSkepPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Listener, if you enjoy the show, there's something you should do. Head on over to jockandnerd.com slash Patreon and join our fan club. Jock and Nerd! It's a great way to show your love, to support the show, and you get bonus content. Everyone gets an exclusive RSS feed that has lots of bonus audio in there. The shows come out early. This week, part three, rugs of our... Uh, Rug Boy and the Nerd, five-part Patreon-only oh, series. How many more There's left? There's two more. It's five parts. Oh, shit. This week's episode is titled Shortest Longest, uh, and that's because we play you the shortest song and the longest song. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't put a lot of thought into that one. Way to curate it, Yes, Ron. I didn't put a lot of thought into the theme of this one. It just kind of wrote itself but there's that and uh movie reviews corona binge reports anthony you got anything coming up mm, maybe there may be some stuff I, here, I will, i'll say this depending on if we review this show i might have a show show to to review gotcha patreon yes but once it gets cold outside i will be back into consuming media on the tv so i will have things to talk about then it's on the tv get yeah. back to all right that's good uh jockinner.com slash patreon yeah, this week's a little rough for me but i will uh hopefully be back on the train yeah you did put up i put up your war games and uh american assassin so you could go but yeah. there's tons of stuff just sign up you i did watch something regret. i'm watching something but i can't <laughs> all right time for the review we are doing the premiere access Disney Plus release of the live action Mulan by Disney. Here are your spoilers. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Of course, this movie is the live action adaptation of Disney's 1998 animated movie called Mulan, which itself is based on Chinese folklore called The Ballad of Mulan, just like everything Disney has put out. Do you think people are onto the fact that Disney, these are not original stories by Disney, or people don't still don't know? Yeah, they just take uh, public domain yeah. stuff. Brothers Grimm, everything from Snow White to Cinderella, everything they didn't write any of that. They just and they just put their spin yeah. on it, and uh, 
Yeah, they make millions of dollars. Yeah, it's a pretty good scam you got going there, Disney. And then they so this uh, originally was had the release date of November second, twenty eighteen. Is that right? I think that was right. And it had lots of delays. Uh, and then yeah. it had March twenty seventh, twenty twenty. Then it was rescheduled to July. Then it was rescheduled to August. Then it was pulled off the release schedule. And just a little over a month ago, they had announced that they are releasing this on Disney Plus September 4th. Funnily enough, before everything shut down, it did get to premiere in Hollywood on March 9th. It had a big red carpet premiere like right before all the shit hit the fan. So on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Mulan is sitting at 75%. Tomato meter, 6.86 out of 10 average ratings. And this is where it gets weird if you want to talk about box office numbers. This is a $200 million movie. That's how much the budget is. Whoa. $200 million. Internationally, it's already made about $6 million. Okay. Because it was released internationally. It has not come out in China yet. I believe it's coming out there in a few days as we record. But... I don't know if Disney is ever going to reveal the actual numbers. No, they won't. They, well, they, they're saying they may say something in November at their earnings oh, reports, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. but they're not going to come out and say we made this much money. Variety estimated Mulan would need to be rented by about 8.4 million subscribers. That's about 13.8% in order to break even. Business Insider reports after the film's opening weekend, it had reportedly been viewed by 1.12 million households, which would result in about $33.5 million for Disney. So compare that to 10, it's 10 million. Plus, this is money they get to keep all of. They don't have to share with movie theaters or distributors, right? Uh, now, whether Disney is pleased with what's going on so far, I don't know. I saw one thing that said that they were not pleased, and then I saw another thing that said an executive said we are very pleased. What uh, I do know is that right before it was released, they made a deal for the movie to be released also on Amazon Fire TV. So it's not just on Disney+. Plus, and I think... This is probably going to be expanded more. They're going to release it to these other streaming services. Um, uh, if the the sales aren't good on the Disney Plus, right? You would think. Yeah. What it did result in is a 68% spike in Disney Plus app downloads. So I definitely think it got them subscribers. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. How much money this thing made. This the movie directed. It would have. I yeah. would say real quick. It would. Yeah. If it did really, really well, Disney yeah. would have put out a press release. Right away, sure, right away they would have been like, we have made our money back. This is a huge hit. Again, similar to Tenant, this seems to be like a middling mixed kind of financial reception anyway, and kind of critically. Well, you've, you, you buried something that's really yeah. important, though, is that the information got out that they were going to release it December. Oh, yes. On, on Disney+. Yes, Plus. yes. And I think that that hurt the sales a lot. Yes, right before it came out, uh, the pre-sales weren't good. And now, if you wait till December, if you're subscribed to Disney Plus, you will get to watch this movie. So, for people who didn't want to pay the thirty bucks, I think a lot of people decided to just wait. Yeah, we're gonna wait it out. It's gonna be here in a hop, skip, and a jump. It'll be right there. I paid for this because I wanted them to see this do good, so they would put up Black Widow like this. I don't know if it's working. 
we will see. But it is three months is is not I, a long time. We were wrong about yeah, this. Yeah, I yeah. predicted that it was going to make fucking shitloads Me of money. Too. Yeah, I thought it would and, do um, really well. But there's a lot of factors. There was some kind of uh, political bullshit. Oh, we'll get into it. This movie. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff that kind of laid into the uh, not making this a lot whole of production money. from the minute they decided to announce they were making this movie. Uh, criticism, controversy, and scrutiny has followed every this movie every step of the way. I will get into that. I have a little bit of list, but this movie directed by uh, female director Nikki Caro. Now, with a budget of two hundred million dollars, this is the most expensive film ever made by a female director. Uh, written by Rick Jaffa, Amanda Silver, Elizabeth Martin, Lauren Hynek, and starring here's the fun names everyone comes for. Right, <laughs> this is kind of great. Mulan, uh, uh, playing Mulan, Yifi Lu. Is that right? Yifi? Yifi. Yeah, I go there to get my own thing. Oh, Yifi Lou. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I have a coupon for you. $10 off at the Yifi Lou. Yeah. Uh, play yeah. Mulan. That is, is that a real name? That's her it name. Yifi yeah. I never heard her name Yifi before. Yifi Lou. Yeah. She's, so apparently they picked her like that. It was, remember, it was an international casting call. They looked at thousands of Asian actresses and picked her. Donnie Yen playing Commander Tongs in this. Also, you got Lee Gong, Jet Li playing the Emperor, Jason Scott Lee playing Bori Khan, the Big Bad, uh, Yoson and Zima, Rosalind Chow, Pei Pei Cheng. I just love these names. Jana Tang, Ran Wan, Jun Yu, Chen Tang, Jimmy Wong, and a cameo uh, by Ming Na Wen at the very end, the original voice of Mulan. Geek Mooners. Nice little touch there. Uh, Anthony. Yes. This, I've watched, um, the animated movie after I watched this cause I couldn't really remember and I wanted to compare it. It's, a, it's, it's kind of a lot different, but a lot the same. What is the plot of, uh, this Mulan? Wa Mulan. I'm Wa Mulan. So this is in what? Imperial China. I don't Ancient know what, Imperial China. Yeah. I don't know Whatever what year, year that, that was. Yeah. And the Chinese are getting invaded by this guy named Bori Khan and a bunch of these uh, people from the north. Yeah. And all of China is declared to have their families send their a male, one male representative to be in the army to fight back against these people. Um, Mulan is kind of a tomboy and she deceives her father, or um, not deceives her father, but... Uh, Goes against her father's wishes and deceives the entire army and joins the army as disguised as a male when she's a, obviously a female, and it is about her um, in a Chinese in a, in a world where she is not supposed to be, and she is probably the most badass character um, within that world. So about her kicking ass, taking names. Uh, so the basic same plot from the animated movie with a, a, a few little subtle changes. Uh, what did you think? Let's just start with you. Anthony, I'm more Asian than you, but you are more outwardly appearing Asian than me. So I think it should only be fair that you start sure. uh, your opening thoughts. So, I think thanks for the... Uh... That's such like a weird... Uh, we were talking about this before we recorded. I was like, I'm more oh, okay. Asian than Anthony, but Anthony looks more Asian than me. Technically, I'm Asian. Thanks for putting down okay. my Asianness. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, opening thoughts. So I'll just start off by saying I kind of have, I feel like I'm unique in that obviously I'm Asian, but and I've seen a lot of the Disney Renaissance movies. Yeah. Mulan was past the point I started 
caring about cartoons like this. Yeah. So I've never actually seen the original movie. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. So I had nothing to compare this to. I was kind of a good guinea pig in that I wasn't biased towards the original. I was literally just seeing this. I know what the story is. Right. But I was just seeing this to see this. I didn't know what I was... I didn't have any point of comparison. So obviously saw the movie. Right away when I watch these types of movies, I default to just a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Like, it's it's good. But then I thought about it more, and I'm just like, there's a lot of, like, the story is 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 a solid story. Um, you know, it's a kind of a, a, an inspirational tale about a woman, you know, amongst a very male-dominated society saying no and, and fighting for what's right and doing heroic things. So on, on the surface, it's a good story. But overall, I just found the movie to be kind of bland. Mm. There's some interesting parts here and there. There's some okay like action and different like nice color set color um, schemes. But then there's some like really bad green screen. Um, the dialogue is just really shitty at times. Yeah. Um, the the way it moves from the pacing is a little weird. So overall, I just like. I haven't seen a lot of the Disney remakes, but the 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 overarching theme, a lot of them, is they're just flat. And I felt like this one was just flat. Like I just watched the film, and I mean, I could huh. I was pausing it every twenty minutes to look at my phone or do something else. It just, you know, there's some decent stuff in here, but overall, I mean, I, th- I think I think the reason I brought up that I default to these movies being six out of ten, I think, and I'm reconsidering that is, I think we should expect more from big budget movies like this. Mm-hmm. And with a, a cast like this and the amount of money and the amount of power behind this, to get something that this kind of just this flat is just kind of disappointing. Interesting. Rugs. What are your thoughts? Okay. So I saw Mulan when it came out. Yeah. I thought it was very good. Yeah. I never watched it the again. Cartoon? Yeah. 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 That was very well done. Actually, beautifully animated. Every, yeah. uh, you know, uh, hand drawn animation back yeah, then. Yeah, it's it's one of the, it's a classic. Yeah, it's great. The music is great. Eddie Murphy's in it. It's great. So, um, it's a different thing. It's a cartoon. Obviously, you can do more. You can do it. It's a comedy. You can do more with uh, with that. Um, but the thing is, even in the comedy of the cartoon, some of the moments were handled handled better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um. Uh, multiple people have pointed this out, but I also feel it's true. Like the transition from Mulan to becoming um, a warrior. Yeah, becoming a badass. Um, it, uh, I mean, let me just put this out there. I'm just going to say it, okay? Uh, this movie is Captain Marvel. Uh, a little bit. Mm, it's a yeah, little a Marvel. Yes, All right? it's a little it's Marvel. Captain Marvel. Yes. All right, so it's Captain Marvel. It's not really yeah. Mulan, because Mulan yeah. is about a girl who trains yes. and proves that she could be as good as the boys. Correct. And, and, and eventually, like, you know, wins over everybody. This movie is uh, like Captain Marvel, somebody who who has immense power that's doesn't recognize her own power and then she just has to say i am carol she, and then well, it's she also can, she's also ray from star wars she already has the force right dare i say the words mary sue from ray but she's like exactly in the movie she trains she does get a little help from mushu at times but she doesn't have this chi power that they have her in this movie it's a yeah, major it just, difference it just takes a little bit of the dimension out of the uh, out of the heroes you, you and you know, um, 
and the thing is, it's like, okay, we could say that shit and be like, yeah, you're fucking whatever. But there's already a movie of Mulan Showing that's you. better. Yeah. <laughs> that shows you it's better. So it's like, we know that that's better because we've seen it. So it's yeah. not like just saying, oh, well, you know, whatever. There is precedent for it. So that's why a lot of people have pointed it out. So there, that's so, and, and also there's just moments that don't feel as like epic as like when in the cartoon Mulan like cuts her hair and it's like yep, this big yep, thing when yep, she puts on yep. her father's armor yep. and, and the father runs out and he's in the rain and chases after her not to go here. It's just like she picks up a sword and then she's in the armor like and it's edited. So the editing in this movie, they, they must have cut a lot of stuff out in this movie. It's, there's too, things it's still that, two hours long. This fucking movie. There's things that like just happen and there's no context for it. So she goes down. They don't show her putting the armor on. She's got the armor on. And then the parents wake up and then she's gone. And then there's that other scene where she's uh, in the battlefield. Yeah. And she all of a sudden is behind a mountain shooting people with arrows. And you don't know how she got there. Uh, She just appeared there. It's called a flank move, Ruggs. She flanked them. But it was just, she just weird. shows up there. Yeah, there was a lot of weird editing of things in, in that. I think it was beautifully uh, shot with cinematography. Yes. It was pretty epic and yes. grand, and yes. and everything was like beautifully uh, arranged and, and, and designed. But I feel like it, whoever edited this movie chopped the shit out of it. <laughs> Boy, so it it really put a damper on the film. So you have a. I don't get the bad guy in this film, Bori Khan. No, not ba- not Bori Khan. The, the the witch. Oh, the witch is kind of she goes back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's a witch. She's, that's an addition. So yeah, she's so that's another thing that's not in the original Mulan was this, yeah. there was this, a hawk, it, but the hawk never turned into a witch. So this lady is trying to convince her to join her like Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. We can be we can rule the world together. She has the same powers, I guess. You have the same powers. Yeah. Both women. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. We don't and have then, to be. She's like, we don't have to be Bori Khan's pets. So we can take over. Yeah. So it was just a weird bad guy. Yeah. And it was just like a weird thing. Like she was trying. Like she, uh, why is she, she, was she not aware of this person? I guess. And she so oh, there's a person here. So now we can team up. I mean, I don't. I just didn't get it. It just didn't make enough sense to I me. I like Bori Khan though. He is badass, dude. Jason Scott Lee. Scott Lee. Yeah, uh, he was yeah. fine. Fucking he was fine. I thought he was okay. I, just one th- real quick thing before I forget. Yeah. Um, because Rugboy mentioned it. The Captain Marvel yeah. comparison is yeah. actually spot on, yeah. but for me in a different way. Yeah. In that, this is another movie from Disney Marvel. I guess we're in Disney overall it's, yeah. arching. It's Disney where. You have, you know, it's it's supposed to be this grand thing. You have a female in a lead role. Like, this is a big movie for women's empowerment. Yep, you have all yep. this money behind it. Yep. And it's just such a flat movie. It's yeah. such a, it's such a, I mean, like Captain Marvel and this one yeah. are both, you're, it feels like you're checking the box on all the things that should make this an epic. Right. Coming out party for, for women empowerment. And then, but you come out of it and you go, yeah. Am I going to think about this tomorrow? Yeah. There's, like, no this yeah. there's no There's nothing I mean, to think about. There's no and memorable the actress, moment. The actress is forgettable. I think she did a great job. I really love Yiffy Lou. I'm, oh, in, you, I'm, in, you, I'm in the middle on her. Yeah, I was. I, I feel like she's like a Brie Larson. She's just a, she. She looks the part and everything. Yeah, but I don't really. She's doing she a has, lot of that. She has some a, emotional moments, she, but they're not. It's not resonating. She's with me. doing a lot of the martial arts. So my opening thoughts, actually, I thought it was. Okay, I I enjoyed it like a little bit better than okay. I did really, 
I enjoyed the scenery. I enjoyed the the period piece. I thought the action was 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 quality. I this two two hundred million dollars. Well, I guess you, it go- you've seen yeah movies with not even a quarter of the budget that come out of Chinese yeah, what, cinema I, that I, do the same shit. They shot a lot of this on location in China. We'll get into that. That's the problem. And in New Zealand, but the, what, the money went to the sets, I guess, and the costumes. And I mean, some of the big action scenes reminded me of like a Braveheart. There's so many extras out there. They're mixing it up. It's chaotic. It's dangerous. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like it's a bloodless action, right? Yeah. Yes. So they're constantly She's cutting away people. from everything. She's stabbing motherfuckers. And there's no Maybe blood. twice. Yeah, she killed people. Yeah, I mean the the action at times I was like, oh, this is this is you know more than I would expect for Disney in terms of large scale war. Yeah. But then at other times, honestly, I, I felt like the, I mean the scene with her in the mountain or the in the in the snow. Yeah. I felt like that looked terrible. I thought the snow looked fake the as fuck. Avalanche, I thought she, when the avalanche yeah, was coming avalanche, on. I thought, I thought that looked awful. See, I kind of like this whole scene. Rugs, I'm I'm watching it now, but she they do set it up. Uh, this is kind of one of my favorite parts of the movie. And uh, it's interesting that this happened in the animated movie differently. But you see her running by, grabbing helmets. And then you see the helmets set up on the mountains. And she starts yeah. taking them out. But I do Smart. love those fireballs that they're launching at the, the, the army when they're all in their protective mode. And she's like, I'm going to bring this fucking mountain down on them. Gets him to turn it around, like that's kind of badass. I don't know. For me, I mean, for me, the best parts of this movie are her trying to hide the lie within the the uh, yeah the uh, yeah. the barracks. Yeah. I don't know what other term to use. Yeah, where she's you know doing her best to to sleep, you know, take, take yes. guard duty, yes. and you know all the characters. I, I like the interplay of the characters thinking she's a man and talking to her about. Yeah who they're going to get set up with yeah. and how she's bringing up all the qualities she would want yeah. in a woman be- or want in a woman because the, she is all those qualities. Yeah. So I felt like all that kind of worked, but um, the fucking, the chi or whatever I thought was a huge mistake. I don't I, know what I, the but fuck I that love was. that move, like the jump kick spear move that she does twice. But why does like it have to be chi? I don't know. It, I don't you know. already they, have a yeah. witch in this movie. I know. They should have just had her training and they have a witch. So this, this chi. Right off the bat, you have people running sideways off the yes, walls. Yes, they have powers. They're just scaling. That was but like I, from I the I felt like the chi too. was just a thrown in thing. It's like, yeah. yeah like, I didn't, what do we need this well, for? They, because. And no one else had it except for her. I think well, what the thing is is like Donnie or not Don yeah Donnie, Donnie Yen's character and, yeah. is saying that everyone has it yeah he had but it that too she's the one of the only people that knows how to access it I feel like look when you look at this movie and you remove the songs and you remove Mushu and the whole thing with the ancestors there is like a big hole that needs to be filled back in and well, they wanted to create a, a like a serious yeah it's like an epic film and they wanted to base it off of the, um, the ballad of Mulan yes. that was a little different than what Disney they wanted yeah. to create a different film yeah because all the all the uh, criticism of these Disney movies yeah. are is they're remaking the same exact film so with I, no heart I think they succeeded it's not a shot for shot remake it has some of the big moments the animated had but it is its Suc- own movie succeeded in in making it its own movie yes or a good in movie? making it its own like taking something old and kind of making it new. I feel like they did a good job with with. But are that. you going to remember it? Probably not. So, <laughs> I did they really I, succeed? I, I feel you like think little girls will lo- love it. I feel like they'll remember it. Well, look, I, this is the this is the way you have to look at it. Yeah. Is that these little girls that are going to see it? They haven't watched Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. They right. haven't watched Hero. They yeah. haven't watched all of these uh, Hong Kong films that yeah. are this the same pound for pound. It's PG thirteen you know? also, which is the first P- live yeah. action PG thirteen movie. So they're going to be dazzled by this yeah. because they haven't seen anything like it. Yeah, it's bloodless, so they're not going to have to worry about gore. Yeah, 
And that turns, that usually turns like younger kids off. Yeah. So it's perfect. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. So I think in that way, um, it might be a win, but I feel like it may be too boring for kids in a way. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I don't yeah. think the movie's enough fun. There's, 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 yeah, a, it's there's joyless magic. in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's, it's true. It's kind of missing, ironically. Songs and a dragon. <laughs> the Disney magic yeah, that made okay. those Disney cartoons so oh, wonderful. Geez. Isn't that interesting that they're like, they, they didn't nail that. Uh, to I mean, they have they they do have the reflection song, which actually was also one of the best parts of the Christina movie. Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera yeah, to yeah. re-sing the song, yeah. and if you listen to those two songs, yeah. you can hear how her voice is matured. Oh wow! Side note, wow. But so they do have the song like playing yeah. to just the instrumentals of it. So that's nice, but yeah, it's just missing. It's just missing like that. I guess again, that magic, that fire, that that pizzazz to make this movie fun. Like there's just it's almost too serious. I'm wondering how much, how many which is, of these, which is a weird thing to say about a Chinese war well, film. Yeah, it's an epic Chinese war fantasy movie. But I'm wondering how many his decisions were made because they were maybe catering too much toward the Chinese market with this. Know. And you have like these legends of Chinese cinema in this, yeah, and it's Jet not Li. Jet Li, uh, Donnie Yen. Donnie I mean, you have Yen. the guy that played Bruce Lee. Yes. Uh, I mean, you have, you have you know, all sorts yeah. of different actors yeah. and actresses, um, and it's just flat so, like, and, and one one quick thing sorry yeah what the thing I, it crossed my mind and i don't know how feasible this was and i understand probably why they didn't do it yeah but i was like you're making this movie you're filming it in china yeah. it's mulan yeah you casted an all chinese cast yeah why not just go the full way and put the movie in mandarin or cantonese why are they speaking english why, 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 why not have an asian person direct it yeah that was so <laughs> yeah. okay hold on you get into that yes that's also a problem but look, overall, I think the screenplay is probably the weakest bit of this thing. Like, it's the, very weird. You know, the dialogue yeah. and screenplay the is really bad. The performances are okay. The visuals are, 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 the set is stunning. The cinematography is stunning. But the screenplay is the worst. I do love their influence of Hong Kong action movies. You see a little anime, you see a little Bollywood influence, uh, you know, and it's all very clean and polished and disney Here's a couple of differences between the movie, which bring out some more interesting things, and the animated feature, and a couple of little Easter eggs. The most interesting thing at the very beginning of the movie, when they show you the Disney castle and the Disney logo comes up, I don't know if you noticed, that opening castle is from Disneyland Shanghai. Oh, shit. This is Because I've been there. Well, no, no. Yes. Nobody would know what that would look like. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of a, <laughs> I did not notice This that. is a huge deal because Bob Iger's, one of his biggest things he accomplished was getting Disney into China, getting a theme park in China. And the movie starts out kind of catering. If you are in China watching this movie, you're going to be like, oh, shit, that's Disney. That's the castle from Disneyland Shanghai. So right away... It's letting you know that we're, we're kind of catering to this audience. Uh, we noticed, I mentioned there's no songs, but some of the dialogue references some of the songs that were in the animated movie. Did you guys catch any of that? I remember when they were talking about girls. He said, hey, I want a girl who cooks. And, yeah, uh, and then one, whatever. one guy goes, I'll make a man out of you yet, you know, for that, that song. Yeah. Uh, Mushu replaced with a nameless phoenix. What did you guys think about this? This I thought was kind of strange. Uh, I, well, Mushu did something different in the Phoenix. Yes. I mean, Mushu was guiding her, but in a different kind of yes, way. Yes, Mushu was sent by, they prayed to the ancestors. The ancestors picked Mushu to go keep an eye on her, and he kind of helped her 
a little bit in certain. But this Phoenix was just it would show up and I guess it was guiding. It was like yeah, come this it was way. Like, the fuck was it was like a waypoint. In yeah, the video just game. like a checkpoint. You're like, oh, a safe point. I can <laughs> save here. Here's the Phoenix. Anthony, comments on the Phoenix? Did that make any, do anything for you? Uh, no. I mean, not really. I guess. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is interesting. You already mentioned it, Rugs. Mulan doesn't cut her hair. In the animated movie, it's a huge moment of empowerment, and, and she's made the decision. She puts on her father's armor and cuts her hair to be a boy. I kind of like this compromise. I'll tell you why. In this one, instead, she puts it in a bun, but it, it, they get that moment where she lets her hair down, and the flowing hair, when she comes back into battle, is fucking bad. Oh, and shit. no armor, because no, she's you know, so bad. Yeah, because she's fucking, she's got the force. She's Rey from Star Wars. She's Captain Marvel. I, I don't know. I wish she would have, I don't, I didn't know that she cut her hair. Yeah. But the whole time I'm watching this film, I'm going... How does anyone not know this is a yeah, woman? Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> that's a good one. I did like that moment, though, where she enters the tent and, like, it's all the dudes and they're having dude talk. And you're like, holy fuck, this girl has not been around boys ever. How's she going to deal with this? For me, that's the most interesting it is. part. It is, really is. Is putting well, her a fish as a fish out of this, water. This is the thing that I wish that at least in the in the least that she would have done. Is just put some bass in her voice. She tried, but yeah, no, she didn't. She it all. Not, but it didn't. But I don't know how they bought it. Didn't, it. it didn't yeah. register at all. Like she was like she was trying to pretend to be a dude. So in the animated movie, the she has a sidekick. This is Wa Jun. She Wa I'm Wa Jun. Wa Jun. Wa Mulan. Uh, she has a Mushu voiced by Eddie Murphy, dragon psychic, but there's also a lucky cricket given to her by her aunt that follows her throughout the whole movie. So she's got two. Two sidekicks. Uh, in this one, Cricket is that dude. His name is Cricket. The guy goes, my name is Cricket. My mom says I'm very lucky. That's the uh, nod to Cricket from the movie. Right. Every cast member is actually Asian in this movie, unlike the animated Mulan, where they weren't. Uh, this one, Mulan has a sister in the animated movie. She had a, a dog, pet dog that she called Little Brother. And then we also already mentioned, instead of training to be a badass, she already has fucking powers. So she's already a badass. The hawk is in the animated movie, but it's like her, uh, uh, the bad guy's eyes, and it never turns into a witch, but it, it's obviously telling them where everybody is. And then, yeah, Ming Na Wen cameo. She was the original Mulan. They should have given her a bigger part than that. Yeah, she just comes in. I think she was shooting, um, Legends of Shield or, uh, Agents, Agents of Agent Shield. Legends of Shield, Agents of Shield at the time, and that's all she had time to do. Now, I mentioned the criticism and controversy that has followed this movie. Uh, 2018, Yiffy Liu reshares an image supporting the Hong Kong police during the protests in Hong Kong. That was not good. What, for the So, wait a minute. For the Hong Kong police or the protesters? She was supporting the police as they brut- brutally cracked out on the protesters. Well, yes. Well... If, this, if she wants this movie to make, do well in China, she actually made a good move. Okay, so that may have been a good move in the long run. She had to go. Uh, they took her out of D23 and kind of made her silent for a while after that. Uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, I mean, a lot of us, yes. like a lot of yeah. Americans, yeah. obviously, support the Hong Kong. But anyone that is in business with China does not say anything. Yes. Yeah. So it's a tricky line Disney has to has to play here. Yeah. With you know they want That's their stuff there. Interesting. Yeah, thing. it's very interesting. Uh, Rugs, you were right. They received some criticism for hiring a white director for the film. 
Uh, she's female, but she's white. It's not Asian. They had looked at some Asian directors. It just didn't work out. In February of this year, produ- film producer Jason T. Reed said that Mulan's love interest, Captain Lee Shang, was dropped in response to the Me Too movement. Oh, shit. That's another interesting change. They do hint at a little thing with that one guy. With uh, oh, that, that she saves name? from uh, in the Chen yeah Wang Wang Chu. Yeah, you know what? I, but no love interest. I would have preferred they had a love. I would have preferred they would have went further with them to have being a love interest because that that would have been actually for me. Again, having not seen the first one, that would have been kind of a beautiful story. Like yeah. this guy, these two dudes like bond. Yes, and then he they realize and then he's he realizes that yes. this is a woman, and he's even more infatuated with her because of just how talented she is and how different she is than any girl that he would have ever been set up. I was kind of waiting for that to happen because they were kind of setting that up and it just never happens. I was like, oh, fuck. But this is why. Uh, they, just, I mean, they shake hands at the end. Yeah. I guess they're, they're bros. I don't know what, what they're going so, for. I mean, I, what, uh, and then finally, the biggest criticism that just came out after the movie came out is in the credits. They think... They filmed on location, like I said, in China and in New Zealand, but they thank the province of Jinyang in China where they filmed. In Jinyang, there are internment camps containing up to a million ethnically Turkic citizens. They're the Uyghurs. Right. They are Muslim minorities that have been uh, disappeared and hustled into internment camps. And China has not done a good job at providing uh, any kind of civil rights or they're trying to get rid of them, basically. So... They, there's been boycott Mulan hashtag started trending when this movie came out um, because of that. That's a pretty dumb move. They could have avoided that. Why they did didn't they need that? to go in that province. If someone just fucking did their homework and looked up what the fuck is going on, you couldn't pick another fucking place to film your movie in. That that wouldn't have been a hard switch. So, but this is like this movie is just so much criticism and controversy has followed this movie. It's crazy. Yeah, it, hmm. uh, it's an all right movie, you know. All right, gang. Look, I wanted to let's rate it, but rank it. However, we haven't. I have. I've seen only a few of these live action. I haven't seen any. So you haven't seen any at all. No. Uh, I have rugs. Have you seen any? Beauty of the other? and the Beast. Yes, you Cinderella. saw Beauty and the Beast. Okay, you saw Cinderella. Did you see Aladdin. The Aladdins. Uh, I saw a little bit of Aladdin. We had Lion King, Jungle Book, Dumbo. Uh, I saw a little bit of Dumbo. Didn't watch all of it. All right, um, so if out of the her Jungle Book is the best one, yeah, for what it's worth. But don't know. Anything. Okay, so here, let me. Since no, I've only seen, I've seen Aladdin. I really liked Aladdin. Actually, it was a lot of fun. I like the spin they took on it. Um, and I've seen, and there's also on Disney Plus they had that. Uh, what's that one with the two dogs? Lady and the Tramp, live action. Right. That was cute. That was all right. Um, but just for for shits and giggles, I have Variety has ranked. All the Disney live action. Let me give you their top 10 at number 10. They have Dumbo. That's Tim Burton. Nobody liked this movie, apparently. So that's the worst. Number nine is Lion King, actually. Oh, shit. Surprise. Number eight is Alice in Wonderland. Number seven, they have The Lady and the Tramp from Disney+. Plus. Number six, 101 Dalmatians from 1996. Number five, Beauty and the Beast from 2017. Number four, The Jungle Book from 2016. Number three, Aladdin from 2018. Number two, Cinderella from 2015. And at number one, they have Mulan as the number one Disney live action adaptation. I actually like Cinderella better. Cinderella is Kenneth Branagh. I heard that's really good. I heard that's one of the best. But. Out of like the ones, must be a tough list. Out of the ones I saw, like Aladdin, I would put Mulan up there. 
somewhere. I haven't seen the other ones, but I didn't see Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin's I saw fun. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast was eh, but uh, Cinderella was good. Cinderella is like one of the better ones, and Jungle Book is one of the better ones. So. And uh, yeah, but they think Mulan's the best. Give me a number. What would you rate this movie then, Rugs? Rank? What do you mean? Rate? Give me a number. I said give me a, a number, number for it, like on a, like a scale of one to ten. Rate it. Yeah, forget the ranking. We haven't seen enough of the movies. Uh, yeah, like we it. can't do that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to say, look, it's not a terrible movie. Um, it it should have been a lot better yeah. with the two hundred dollar, two hundred million dollar budget. Yes. Um. So I'm gonna say a six point five. It's it's a better than average. Yeah. It's a little bit – so better than average is a six. It's a little bit better than better than average. So there you go. Fair enough, Anthony. I'm going to go 5.5. Oh, snap. Oh, Not shit. completely average. There was some moments where I was feeling little bits of the magic. Yeah. And I'll give them the extra 0.5 just because of that and the fact that uh, I like the song Reflection and they didn't <laughs> redo the song with a different person. I will give it, I'm going to give it a seven. It was enjoyable. I liked certain parts of it, um, but it is, it is forgettable. And I think it's shit. Like Captain Marvel was flat. This is less. What do we give Captain Marvel? I don't know. The six? Six and a half, seven. I might, at, at that time, I might have even given it a seven. I would probably rethink that. Mm. This was. Have you thought about watching it again? No, no, yeah. I don't want to watch. I it tried tomorrow. to watch it again and I couldn't make it through. It. Oh shit! For, for what it's worth, couldn't do it on Letterboxd, which is my go-to for snooty film critics. Yeah, or snooty film fans, uh, they have it as a two point six out of five stars. Oh snap! Wow. Yeah, so that's like a five. Well, right. yeah, it's like one of these things where I think because it's COVID. And I have nothing else to watch that yeah. I, f- I found it like fun to watch. Like, I, I was interested in I watching do, it. I did enjoy watching it. But um, if I had other stuff to watch, I'd probably be, be like, no, nah, I don't want to watch that. So I think they did go. a good job of kind of refreshing the sort the material and putting something a little bit new while paying. I mean, I just will. I, I really it. wish that we would have gotten a star out of this that was going to be like, you know, that you're like, Oh my God, who's this? Like, wow. Like, Yiffy this Lou, is like, I, a, thought she, I was impressed by, uh, I don't know. Most of it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, what, what are, well, let me, the what fighting. did you see in Yiffy Lou? What, I don't know. I you thought go? the physicality, she was physical and I thought the fighting was good and she's, she's stunning. And- I mean, after I watched Shin Godzilla, I was like, that chick can't act, but I bang her. <laughs> So I didn't have I didn't have that she, her acting was good but I wasn't like oh this is oh my god this is like a star like a, a freaking I'm I need to see her in everything I mean she is nice to like she is a very pleasant she's to very look she's at. fine yeah, yeah she's cute yeah, yeah. she's fine but I'm just t- yeah she leap off the screen no, to I you didn't see no, that. you know honestly even like I mean Donnie Yen was was solid but even like the way they had Jet Li acting he yeah. wasn't even leaping off the screen. Yeah, I mean he's the because he's the emperor. He doesn't really. Get I know, it but too they. Much. I mean, they, he was so understated in yeah, that role. Yep, 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 yep. You know, I don't know. I just was just kind of disappointed by the whole thing. She to the chasing right. of the chickens in the beginning is also like the animated movie. She chases chickens. So, oh yeah, yeah. They kept, yeah. Kept I liked. Uh, I mean, what's the guy? The Zwa Ma? What's his name? That Would plays he? the father. Oh yes, he's great. He's um, fine. He was yeah. good. Yeah. He's. I. Whenever I see him, I think of. 
He's in Rush so many hour. things. Zima, oh when, yes. With the little daughter that's singing Mariah Carey in the back. Zima was in Arrival also. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was he? Yeah. Jeez. He's been and in I, a lot. I, I, I was just talking up Arrival, and I don't yes. even remember him. In he it. was. A, he's probably oh, yeah. he one was, of the scientists, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he was a he was a army general. He's been in a bunch. Oh, he was in Twenty Four too. Oh yeah, he was like one of the chi- in the Chinese season. Twenty Four. Uh he's been in a bunch of stuff. So he's great. He's always solid. All right, good stuff. There's a review. Let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. We got some comments from our last episode, the what the fuck happened retrospective. This email is like the egg is like you're doing the episode over. Oh, should I just not? Do we not want to have? Uh, Did you read this, Anthony? Sticks picks. Oh no! It's basically he's just doing what we did. He, read the um. Read, just read. Just read the what he picked. Yeah, he here's his picks. Uh, some sorry, Fiddlesticks. We can't read the entire no, thing. Th- you're right. You're right. But I just think it's interesting what he picked compared to what we picked. Go back and listen to that. You can listen to all the what the fuck happened episodes if you just visit our website jockinner.com slash. WTF happened, and for, for what it's worth, Fiddle Six. If we read this, this would take up ten minutes, especially with Imran reading it. I'm just going to jump to the important parts. But listeners, stay tuned. Next week, we will be doing the 15th edition of What the Fuck Happened. Oh shit! Superman Four: Quest for Peace. So, if you listen, we had a bunch of categories. We gave out the Golden Ruggie Awards. Fiddlestick says, can't wait to hear your picks. Here are mine. I made a bunch of graphics that were in your podcast app that flipped real quick so you could see while Dalhar was talking about it. Worst villain, he picked Electro. I think we picked Electro. Yeah. Worst film, Catwoman. I think we picked RIPD, right? But that's also good. Worst actor, Dane DeHaan. That was our pick. Worst, oh, yeah. Worst director, Mark Webb. Uh, we, we had, I think we give, picked Pitoff, right? Yeah, we given it to that fuck, French fucker Pitoff. Worst script, X Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, that's that's a good pick. Worst chemistry, the whole cast of Fan Fantastic. Yes, <laughs> we thought so. Worst superhero costume, Bat Nipples. Yes. Worst special effects. He says the special effects are the least problematic parts of all five of the films. Good point. Weirdest acting choice, Johnny Blaze, Nick Cage. That's who we picked. And then worst source material, Offender. He says the Fantastic Four, which is not what we picked, but no Catwoman. We said Catwoman, but it's good to hear his picks, and I hope you enjoyed our picks. Uh, Got a couple of comments from David Zika. He said you gave He Man way too much credit. It's barely a movie. It's like a high school film project. Do we give it a lot of credit? Some of your criticisms are expectation ratings and not movie ratings. Oh, what does that mean? I didn't see the movie. Well, yeah, Anthony's not involved in this. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. He was never there. Expectation uh, ratings and not movie ratings. Define, guess, D- David, in your next email. Oh, boy. Send us what that means. Well, he has another comment. He says, the fart analysis failed to mention that the smell from a fart is a couple of atoms, whereas the smallest virus is many tens of thousands of times larger than that. No. Which is why it it, it uh, won't get through. Seeps through. But well, also, well, yeah, the fart seeps through, whereas these it's virus a, doesn't. And it's a bent molecule. The fart molecule, Adam Morris explained, it's bent. 
It hangs to the left, just like me. Oh, shit. What? Who said that? Uh, Blake Braden said, finished watching the first three episodes of The Boys. And Boys. I, I can't get enough of the music selection they use for the show, both in its first and second seasons. Umbrella Academy, The Watchmen, both did a fantastic job of putting in music that kept viewers engaged. What TV show episode stuck with you because of the music that went with that specific episode? This could range from basic cable shows like House, MD, using Bob O'Reilly by The Who, or Scrubs using How to Save a Life by The Fray, and could venture to streaming service shows, premium or cable shows. Do you guys have any uh, thoughts? Um, The last episode of Sopranos. Yes, yeah, Sopranos did it well with uh, Don't Stop Believing. And also, the opening theme of Sopranos, I would listen to every time. It got you fucking hyped for the show. Right. So good. By What was that? A, who was saying that? A something? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Woke up this morning. Anything else? Anthony, do you have? Do That's you the first thing that popped no, I got nothing. I got a couple. Go ahead. Um, in ER, I used to watch ER for many years. When uh, Anthony Edwards died, I forgot. What, who did he play? The bald guy? He got cancer and died. That episode, when he was dying, they played um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Izzy Kamakawiole on the ukulele. And oh, shit. That, oh, shit. That just that that got me. That got me. It was so sad. I'll never forget it. And then in Scrubs, my favorite Scrubs episode, Scrubs did it great, is the one where Colin Hay from Men at Work, he's like a patient, but he's like following JD around with his acoustic guitar playing Overkill, like throughout the whole episode. He's just Ooh. giving him a live performance. Um, that one was great. Uh, You're great. I am great. There's a lot. I can't of think of anything off well, the top of my head. I mean, there's it's a good question. I, re- I remember like with or without you from Friends, but I don't think that I, that moved me. I just remember Breaking it. Bad had some good ones. Uh, that's a good question. There's a lot. I love. I mean, I happened. just watched. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll give you one. Okay, in um, Better Call Saul. Yeah, I think the last season, Saul gets uh stranded in the desert. Yeah. With a with a fucking I think a bunch of money, and uh, just cash. Play a song, yeah, from Lobby Sifri. What's that? Uh, he's a he's a singer, an English dude, and um, it's it's, it's like in the seventies, and that's with a sample that they get. Uh, My name is from Eminem. Oh, and, yeah, yeah it's, that's the song okay. that they get that sample from. And I just remembered that whole scene was pretty epic. So, it's, is it the yes? Yes. Yeah, that dude, that show, Vince Gilligan knows how to use music. So did David Chase on Sopranos. I thought the Umbrella Academy did it amazingly the second season. It was so good. Yeah, they had a good good song. So good. All right. Well, let's finish up with some What Are We Watching? Can I get the boys? Episodes one through three are out. Uh, Can I get a watch update rugs? Watch it all. Liked it. Anthony. Haven't watched shit from the boys. Bro, do you even podcast? I have watched other things, but you you want me to say that now? Uh, wait, wanna... I have a couple of news uh, things about the boys to let the listener know. Okay. Uh, it's, I can't wait till you watch it. It's very good. Uh, there is an after show on Amazon hosted by Aisha Tyler for every episode. There's an episode of the after show. So if you want more, you can, uh, watch that. Uh, initially this, you know, the staggered release, they put out three episodes and they're putting them out every Friday. Um, the, the, apparently the show suffered a little review bombing on Amazon, from fans who are upset that they couldn't binge the whole thing. These people have a lot of free times on their hands. I don't know why you would do that. Uh, And just to be clear, the showrunner, Eric Kripke, has come out and said 
The decision to stagger episodes wasn't from Amazon, wasn't from the producers. The writers themselves wanted to do this. And his quote is exactly why I think this is better than just dropping everything at once. He says, quote, our feeling is that when it airs all, all eight at once, it becomes a sugar rush of a binge. People burn through it in a week or two. There's an intense amount of activity, and then it sort of fades. There's so many great moments in season two. We want them to give them time to marinate. That's fair. So, and I love that because Umbrella Academy already the buzz is fucking what, going. What kind of loser groups form where right? they decide we're going to make a group and decide collectively <laughs> to review bomb here. something? Because a show Be- is coming out every week and not right, all at once. Because of, because of a meaningless thing it's at the so, end of the day, like yeah, that. like um, I'm a complete loser and I would not. Do that. Well, like, <laughs> do you have nothing better to do but then just be an asshole because it's but not your way? Like. Jesus. You have nothing better to do. I would find something way more stupid to do yes. than that. Yes. That, yeah, finger your butthole. Or that, no, that's a good point. It's not productive enough and not even dumb enough. On the it's other not way. even that stupid. It's, it's just, just like a waste, waste of time, you fucking idiots. It's not going to do anything. Get a life. Yeah, uh, just, yeah. If you ever think about doing that, just don't. get some Vaseline yes. and one of your old action figures and put it up your ass. It'll be a lot more enjoyable <laughs> and you will forget about whatever dumb shit you were going to do. That's yeah. a good tip. Oh, from shit. Rugboy. That's what I do. Yes. Rugboy approved. That's definitely Rugboy approved. Remember I mentioned there was going to be, they said there was going to be a short film that was going to fill in where Butcher was between seasons that they were going to yeah. put out. Well, the short film might have been an exaggeration. Today, they did debut their short film. Uh, apparently, it's only on Twitter at the boys' account. It's five minutes long, and it's not a short film. It's one scene that they couldn't fit into any of the other nine fucking episodes. It's You can watch it. It's fine. There's some shots in there that you've already seen that were in the first three episodes, and then there's like one scene that it's whatever. I was kind of disappointed that this oh, is all shit. it was. It's not a film. Oh shit! It's literally just like well, I'll have the link in Twitter. You can watch it. And I was watching it, and then like something happened, and then it ended, and I was like, "That's it? The fuck is this?" I was uh, a little disappointed. Anthony, what have you been watching? I kind somewhat inspired by the fact that in the G-Fest group, shout out to those guys that kept talking about this, and the yeah. fact that I was on a flight, yeah, and the fact that I like the Karate Kid, yeah, and the fact that it's now on Netflix, I have taken up Cobra Kai, and oh, I'm seven episodes into wonder. the first season. And? I fucking love it. I, <laughs> I fucking loved it. I knew it. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Great. Yeah. I think it's, really I, good. I cannot believe that they've made this show and made it so perfect to the tone of what right. uh, Karate Kid was back in the day right. and been able to adapt that and make it into a sitcom-esque type yeah. thing with teenagers and I'm still enjoying it. And they don't swear. Like, it's very wholesome. It's very clean, but it's the characters are so good. The writing, the the tributes, the homage they to the original. They don't swear, but I mean, they, there's dick jokes and there's yes. yeah. pussy jokes. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly 100% PC. Yeah. So, but it's just they they've they've impressed me. I'm so glad. I can't wait to finish it. Yeah, at, you know this. It's suddenly become so buzzy now. It's been out for a few years, but now it's on Netflix. Everybody's watching it. So when you finish it, you guys, we will definitely review the first two seasons of Cobra Kai. All right, cool. There's a lot of buzz. I think we should talk about it. I've been dying I really to talk enjoyed about it, it yeah. when I watched it. It's just a great example of how to continue an old IP from the '80s and honor it and tribute it and make it good. 
I think that this is a blueprint for other yes. people to follow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe not as cheesy. Right. I think the cheesiness works for this it does. because, I mean, look, you got the convention that, yeah, uh, Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can do karate. Like, just guy. him. Yes. Just this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. Like, he doesn't look like he could do anything. Listen, so, yes. The, yeah, it's just and, funny. And, and yeah. the fact that they have him doing it again. Yeah, and he looks even worse than he did. Yeah, he's back like then. more out of shape than he <laughs> At was. Least Johnny still looks like he could fuck somebody up. Jo- you know? Johnny does look like a somewhat of a badass. They're old, but uh, wait, I let's let's say wait. Yes, are you gonna look, say something? No, Sorry. no, yeah. No. I was just gonna say, are there what's the, any what's the first eighties thing that you think of that also should be adapted into a series in, in this kind of vein? <sighs> the first thing I thought of, although it would, might not work because the the main guy is not in the best shape. Yeah. I was like, Back to the Future. I was to come thinking back the like same thing. <laughs> Imagine Marty McFly's family now and his kids. Well, they have Rick and Morty. Yes, which is kind of yeah. an extension. So let's see. I would love to see Marty McFly's kid and yeah. some, something going on where they could tie back. Yeah. They could have the girl that was from Howard the Duck come back or something. She's hot. Yeah. Man, there's a. Mm, what else? You could. Oh, it's a TV show, though. As a TV sitcom yeah. in this. Not in like the same tone, but like, you know, bring back the same actors when then and new cast thing. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's the thing is, Cobra Kai, they were able to take the whole dynamic and flip it. This show has definitely made me team Johnny and Danny LaRusso as an asshole. The the last starfighter? The last dragon. I don't, what's the last dragon? I don't remember that one. That's the, that's the kung fu one with the, with the guy. (laughs) Oh, the kid. Who is the master? Show enough. You know that one? Uh, Kiss my converse. Oh, that guy. No, I, you you never saw that? I've never seen the last dragon, 1985. Uh, You got it. We got it. We got to review that. (laughs) What about, um, whatchamacallit? That, uh, the breakfast club. What are, what are, like, their kids end up in detention? Yeah. But that's just a one off thing. Like, the genius of Monster Squad. Let's do the Monster Squad. Oh, Monster Squad. The genius of this is they were able to it. So, you know, the Karate Kid movies left with a definitive like mythology and certain things set. And then they just fucking take it and turn it upside down. I think the Monster Squad would be perfect. Hmm. I think that that's perfect. I think that like they did the same with Bill and Ted now and uh, with the Karate Kid's mythology by the end was pretty screwed up. It was bad. It was bad. (laughs) So they're clearly just like the first two movies they're following. Willow, they want to make a Willow. You could do a Willow TV show. Oh no, please! Lost Boys. <laughs> We've reviewed the Lost Boys. That Lost could Boys could work. You could pick up on Lost, the Lost Boys. Boys. Could, Lost Boys might work again. Yeah, I would love to see. Oh, I got one. Fucking never ending story. Oh, yeah. Show me them going back Maybe. into into the world and the nothing and Atreyu and all that shit. The nothing. The princesses I mean- has a. Maybe she has a kid. The Lost Boys, The Breakfast Club. Uh, it's what I, this is. Although it's a different format of storytelling, this is what I hope the Ghostbusters reboot slash yeah continuation Can, yes, is. Yes, yes, right, yes. But Big be. Trouble in Little China, the series. Could do that. <laughs> you could do that. How Just everything with karate in it. You could do the Gremlins TV show. I think they were trying to do something. They could probably uh, do the Gremlins. Yeah. That's a good There's question. A There's a, good a lot question. of good 80s things that you could yes. try to do like this. In the meantime, the we can enjoy Cobra Kai. Uh, on Netflix, you guys, I watched that Charlie Kaufman movie. I'm thinking of ending things. Here's the thing. Uh, we need to all watch this movie and review it because I don't know what the fuck I just watched. I The, mo- oh, <laughs> the movie ended and I was like, what? I was like, wait, what? What, ha- what did I watch? What happened? Rugs, did you have you watched this yet? I'm like, I'm like, uh, kind of like trying. 
I'm going to watch it, but I'm very like trepidatious about okay. wasting my time. Uh, holy it. shit! Wait, ever we need to watch it and review this. I've heard multiple people say the exact it same begs thing. Conversation though, I need to talk to somebody about this fucking movie. I'll watch it. I, I guess. read a little bit of things I'll, that kind I'll of explain things. It okay, eventually. whatever you want. It's I say I think it's worth a watch, but you have to. I got to watch it again. I mean, it's Kaufman, so it's you Kaufman, gotta watch. Yes, uh, Rugs, did you catch Raised by Wolves on HBO Max? Three episodes. I watched all three episodes, and, and I'm I'm all in. I like it. I oh. like it. I like. I'm it. all in because. All right, like it's it's slow. It's slow. It's boring. Uh, in a lot of ways, but it's also fucking so ripe with fucking cool shit, and I'm into it. Um, if you know, we want. I'll give you the elevator pitch if you're interested in watching it. Basically, it is um, a schism happens on Earth where uh, there is a very religious sect and a very atheist sect, yeah. and the atheists are all about machines and and, and androids and shit like that, and. And the religious people are like kind of like uh, against them. And so they go to war and they fuck up the earth. And basically they have to go out to this other planet, which is Kepler. Kepler 22B. That a, that's like an earth-like planet. Yeah. And they, they basically, they're both racing to get there first. And the androids get there first. And they start raising humans. They start growing kids. Yeah. They, they start had growing embryos. kids on the planet. Yeah. And they're like... um trying to raise them in the atheist way yeah. and all that other stuff. Like yeah. science is the only way, yeah. you know, religion doesn't matter, this and that. And then the humans, uh, the, the, the other, the other tribe shows up and it's about them fighting over this planet. But there's so many under, like that's just the, the yeah. most simplified it's thing layered. I can tell you. There's so many layers to it. It's intriguing. It's about religion. It's about yeah. hiding. Yeah. It's about, uh, it's uh, it, all this. It's all about these hidden it's things, about family it, relationships. Like the the lady who plays mother, the android. She's so fucking creepy. Oh shit, she's so good. Yeah, uh, that's a great performance. I'm, it's I'm in Ridley Scott. Yeah. Who, who you know he's got a checkered uh, record, but like yeah. I love most of his things. I, I and I know a lot of people hate his shit, but like I fucking still love a lot of uh, Anthony. The androids when they get hurt and they bleed, they have white milky blood. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. So, Where have I seen that? Yeah, in the aliens. So I, I have this theory that it's a backdoor. Like he can't legally do it. Yeah, make no. it right. Tied right. to aliens. Right, right, right. But I think he's just throwing that in there for everyone saying, okay, this is possibly this will happen be- a before. way. This is a way to describe how the humans started to get out into the well, stars. How they got off the Earth. Yeah, and yeah. Well, he was he was really pressured after Prometheus to start including aliens. I think way sooner than he wanted to. In that, yeah. he was supposed to make like a trilogy of movies. So this might be his, as you mentioned, this might be his way I to think do he's that. still working on another Alien movie. I thought I read oh, that God. somewhere. Please, he still wants to stop make, oh, stop, no! Lame. Um, but there's creatures in there, and they're kind of cool. It's 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 slow, but there it's are, intriguing. There are hu- they look like they're humans, yes, they but were. they're like fucked up yeah, humans. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. I love the kids. I love the relationship uh, between the androids. There's a mother, there's a father. It's very interesting. We'll see. And then just the, the supreme power yeah. of mother. That comes out every Thursday, and so the episode is four crazy. is out. She yeah. could just lay waste to everyone. Yeah, she's and fucking... very violent. Yes. They just like, ripping people's faces over Yes, you know? yes. It's fucking, it fucking violent. It's as violent as the boys, which continues yeah. to be violent. And finally, Rugs, you have played this Marvel's Avengers game? 
Yes, I have. Okay, give me your early, instant early thoughts because I'm still on the fence about this. You didn't game. buy it? No, I don't know. I don't okay. know. Okay, okay, let's let's I go. I don't know over if it. I'm um, into this anymore. Um, the campaign is is kind of cool. It's cinematic. The campaign yeah. you feel like you're watching like a new Marvel movie. Okay, which is good with generic. Uh, actors. It centers uh, around Kamala Khan. Cool. She's the main character. Like that. You follow her. Yeah. You get to be her a lot in the game. All right. So that's fine. Yeah. Um, the graphics are okay. They're pretty good uh, in some places, but I feel like a lot of the models look very generic. Yeah. And like, I feel like Kamala Khan's face, and then there's two other women. They all have all the, same the same kind of face. Yeah, they kind of look the yeah, same. And yeah, and it, yeah, it's just do it, the different just, do the different characters play differently enough? They for you? do. I mean, look, it's not. Uh, it's fun. It's like you can have some fun with it. But it also it's like very repetitive. Yeah, You're just kind of yeah. like doing the same punches and kicks. Button mashing. These guys button mashing. Mm. Um, there's a little. It gets more depth as you go into the game because then you get more moves yeah. that you can like purchase to your character. And like you like you rack up uh, hit points and then you can cash those in and buff up buff up your character and give them extra moves and stuff. So it's kind of like Destiny. So when you play it. Yeah, this is the part that I don't know if I'm into. So I know this is they're trying to do the loot and get stuff like Destiny. And I've watched a bunch of gameplay videos of people who have played the game. I've watched them play the beta and then watched them play the real game. And what I'm not digging is every gameplay video, half of the time they're in fucking menus, powering up, building this. Let's connect this. Let's get this. Connect. I'm like, this. I, I just want to play them fucking you know through the yeah, story i don't want to be stuck in menus down half the time and not only that like, but when you die yeah there's always like a at least a 40 second loading screen oh shit so it's wow. excruciatingly that's annoying that if you die during the game yeah. you just gotta wait for the screen to load it's a lot of loading time wow and slows down the momentum of the game a lot um and it's rife with like uh w- with uh bugs and glitches so um, I don't know if I want to pay sixty I bucks feel for like this game. This, this game isn't fully done yet. Mm. Well, they'll probably I feel like release it's a great updates. game. It'll be a great game in like a year when they figure everything out. And uh, they, I have a feeling that there's going to be a patch that they're going to have yeah. that's going to solve a lot of this stuff down the line. Okay. But right now, it's not quite. Um, now I'm playing on a PC. Oh, okay. So I don't know if PlayStation's any better. Yeah, but. Um, it's pretty buggy. Well, you get extra stuff on the PlayStation. Apparently, they don't get on the other. You get Spider Man. Spider Man, but it's but huh? All right. See, that's not. I'm not. That's floppy job. So that gives me I floppy job for this game. I didn't play the co op, yeah. and I hear that that's the that's like with the selling point. You get to play with your friends, and you can do be Iron Man. He can be the Hulk. You can be Thor. That sounds like be, fun. So I think that might be kind of fun. Anthony, will you play co op with me in this game? What? I know you're not paying attention. That's why. <laughs> that's why I threw it to you. I don't even know what that means, co-op. Will you co-op with me? <laughs> Play what? the Avengers game together. I don't have. I don't own a system. Oh well, that's a problem then. That's not. Yeah. That's not gonna work. Yeah. Um, do you want to play this Avengers game? I'm really, I'm not that hot on it anymore. I was, and now I'm like, eh. Hey. Do I want to play it? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind playing it, but yeah. I'm, I don't, own, I don't own a system, so th- that wouldn't be the game that would make me go out and buy a, a PlayStation like, Four or something. I feel like Imran, you'd be a shill for Kamala Khan, no? I yeah I know but it just I I'm not I just didn't enjoy what I was seeing a lot it looks like fun but then it looks like this game's done I'll put it away and never play it again yeah I mean I'm not itching to play it and I played it for like maybe like five or six hours yeah. and then I was like all right I, I get the game I, I get, get it. it you know what I am enjoying I finally signed up for uh, PS Now 
their subscription service and it was there was a, a discount. It was only $45 for a year. And I could just download all these games and just stream them. It's amazing. Oh, I know this is not new, but the whole fact that I could play a game, I got bored with it. I just, I'm going to stream this one. All of the Batman games are on there. All of these awesome fucking, it's, it's amazing. I love it. That's a lot of fun. And yeah, it's less, that's like $4 a month. That's like $3.50 a month for all the games I could play. It's completely worth it. And uh, there's a lot of games I got to catch up to before. Dropping sixty bucks for a new game. So well, you got nothing to do but be inside your house and I'm, scratch your balls. Yes, so go well, for it. Yes. My balls are hot. Save your balls. Spray on that cop preserver by Manscaped. Anthony, final words. What are you texting? Uh, are you on what, Tinder? What are you doing right now? How, yeah. how is Vegas? Oh, Vegas shit. was oh, uh, shit. Yes, he went to Vegas. Different. It's. I mean, it's. It's. You could still get into some good stuff and have a good time, but uh, for the stuff I like to do, the partying. It's fun, but uh, would I would hold off on going back? Not anytime the soon. same, huh? Yeah, mm. not not the not exactly the same. Well, I'm not gonna get the bang for your buck. If you gamble, you could probably get the bang for your buck. If you're trying to do some other stuff, there's probably not. Now, much do you gotta wear point. masks when you gamble? Yes, and you can't drink when you're gambling. Uh, you could drink. So if you're, you're the only times you can take off your masks are when you're if you have a drink or you're at like a restaurant. Or you're out by the pool. No, but if you're gambling day. and you're drinking, you're gonna lift your you mask. Can't and smoke cigarettes either. Straws, you can drink straws. You can, so you can, if you're holding a drink in your hand, you can pull down your really? mask and drink for mm-hmm. a second. Just use a straw. You can do that under the mask. Yeah, it's just different. But, just uh, didn't. Everyone, it was good. Hmm. Were there was anybody wearing like plastic gloves or anything? Like all crazy people. There were some people wearing plastic yeah, gloves. Yeah. 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 Which is kind of silly, in my opinion. It but is, but I mean, people. Everybody you immediately start touching your phone, yeah. and then you've contaminated. Now you have your it phone. on the gloves. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just on the gloves. But you know, everybody's touching those machines. It's got to be a little bit weird. Yeah, it's strange. Need your elbow to press the fucking jackpot button. There we go. Yeah, jackpot. All right, rugs. Where can the listener find you online? You can find me online at Really Rug Boy. So come by and say, "What's up, motherfucker?" That's right. Also. Visit the show notes for this episode, jockandair.com slash three, four, six. It has links to everything we talked about, how to stay in touch, how to support the show, how to stay subscribed, share the show. Listener, if you enjoy it, share with a friend you think will enjoy it. Invite them to join the Facebook group rugs. I think that's working. I think we're picking up some more listeners from the yeah, Facebook group. Yeah, let's fucking open up the floodgates. Get your friends in there if you think they will enjoy this content and uh, will keep their minds off the craziness. That is 2020. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. Let me tell Allie you about home. Tony, all right? Tony ruins lives. I'm <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> Their bottom is is very big. Floppy John.